Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Mayfair Theatre Podcast. I'm Andrew. And this is Josh, and we will be chatting about movies from October 28th till November 3rd, 2016. And we're recording today on, what is it, Wednesday the 25th, 6th? I never know what I don't know. Day it's Wednesday. It is. It's Wednesday afternoon. We're doing it's it Wednesday, yes. a little bit earlier. I'm horribly busy tomorrow, so we're doing kind of a, a lunchtime recording of the podcast. It is Wednesday, October 26th. Hey, there you go. And, uh, which is good, because I can try to get this online a little bit early. I always like trying to get it on. Although, if you're listening to this, it's not. It's yeah. <laughs> probably Friday or after. Yeah, if I'm lucky, I'll get it up tomorrow. But, um, yeah, another batch of movies this week. We're wrapping up our, our Halloween month with style, as we do every year with uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show Extravaganza. But before we get to that, we'll tell you about other things we have coming up. Um, just starting in order, we are holding over Mean Dreams for another couple of screenings. Mean Dreams is a, a Canadian film uh, featuring Bill Paxton and Colm Fior. I want to see this. I might come and see this. Yeah. I will come and see this. I'm, I'm glad we held it over because a friend of mine worked on it and I haven't been able to see it yet. Yeah. And he said to let him know how it turned out because he thought it looked really good. And um, Yeah, it's being compared to like Terrence Malick's Badlands. It's like two small town teens they fall in love and uh i I think bill paxton is a corrupt sheriff yeah i think he's one of the fathers he's one of the fathers they both have like bad dads yeah and it's uh yeah it's from what i've read i read a very like positive like three and a half out of four star review and it said it's very kind of simple it's like uh you know troubled teens a romance bad parents and kind of a crime genre tilt to it so it's something we have seen before but nonetheless, that doesn't mean it's not an entertaining watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, even just from the poster, it looks like an old Terrence Malick movie of just a couple of people in like a, a wheat field or a cornfield or something yeah. like that. And, uh, you know, Confior for is one of kind of Canada's greatest uh, stage thespians. Thespian, yes. But is also shows up in many a Hollywood film. Mm-hmm. I always think it's funny because he'll show up in like a Riddick movie or something like that. Yeah. And... Uh, and Bill face Paxton, off. Face off, yeah. And Bill Paxton's been awesome for, I don't know, 30 years, mm-hmm. <laughs> ever since Aliens. And, uh, yeah, so come check that one out. Uh, holding it over for a couple more screenings, a uh, Canadian film. Uh, I forget where exactly it was shot, but my friend lives in Toronto, so somewhere around the Toronto area, mm-hmm. in, somewhere in, in uh, the more, more country-ish areas of uh, Ontario, I believe, is where it's shot. And, um, yeah, so Mean Dreams, two more screenings of that coming up this week. Uh, it's funny, we have like four premieres this week, one of which is Mean Dreams as a, a, an encore premiere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one we have is The Violin Teacher. This is a Brazilian drama about a violin player who f- I think he fails to get, fails to get this um, Yeah, fails to get job. The, the dream job. The dream job, so he's stuck teaching inner city kids. Yeah, it looks very much like, it's funny because usually it's, Hollywood that remakes or rip-offs the other genre, but this, the first thing I think of is something like Mr. Holland's Opus, or mm-hmm. something along those lines. Um, Stand and Deliver, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like, that's, there's no music in that one, I don't think. That's but, not a music. Yeah, like the, 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 the troubled kids being helped by a charismatic teacher, Yeah. and then the teacher learns a valuable lesson, and there's a big happy ending. It, it is the, I think, under the classification... Uh, that we joke about is it's the the movie you could bring your mom to. Mm-hmm. 
so we have three matinee screenings of that coming up this week on uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, it's, um, yeah, a, a, kid, a kid-friendly family film, so you can come out and see that with everybody. Uh, yeah, it looks really good. It, it's um, another one of those, a festival kind of movie. It's been uh, uh, doing well on the festival circuit the last little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's the second of our premieres. The third premiere is Girl Asleep, which I just saw the trailer for the last time I came to see a movie here. I think we had it in front of uh, Long Way North. And it, it just looks like a really fun, eccentric characters, kind of coming of age. Yeah, comedy. it's an Australian film, and uh, it's got kind of a Wes Anderson look and feel to it, yeah. but judging by the trailer. Yeah, like Wes Anderson or kind of John Waters' light Mm-hmm. And it's um, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, and and I'm a big fan of Australian films and New Zealand films. Mm-hmm. And I kind of said that before of of those two countries shouldn't be lopped together, but <laughs> but they are. But they're they're very near to each other. They're in this kind of secluded part of the world, and and not even like the Lord of the Rings type stuff that comes out of there. But Flight of the Concord. Yeah, all the Flight of the Concord stuff. We we just screened um, Taika Waititi's latest film. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, mm-hmm. which I really loved, and if I remember correct, wasn't uh, am I getting this wrong? Was Babadook Australian? Yes. Yes. So Babadook, a horror film, a, an excellent horror film. So yeah, I really like the stuff that comes out of Australia. Um, you know, going back to George Miller and all kinds of examples, and and I'm I'm in the minority, but I'm a fan of Peter Jackson, kind of pre Lord of the Rings. Um, like bad taste and yeah, and and I don't frighteners. I don't hate the Lord of the Rings movies, but they're just. I've never. I'm a, I'm a sci-fi geek. I've never been a fantasy. I'm geek. not into fantasy either. Yeah, I'm not into like uh, trolls and. No, and it, and it's funny because stuff like that. Because uh, my wife Gwen is super Lord of the Rings fan, and the way I could, you know, roll off DC Comics trivia, she can roll off, you know, the 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 timeline of the kings of Lord of the Rings going back mm-hmm. generations or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I've never been a big fan of that, but with Peter Jackson, uh, movies like Heavenly Creatures and The Frighteners, uh, and then even going into television, but, like, all the, the weird stuff that filmed in New Zealand, like Jack of All Trades and Cleopatra 2525 and Xena, all the oh. kind of weird Sam Raimi shows that yeah. come over there. Um, but, yeah, so Girl Asleep uh, looks really great. looks like a really fun film. Uh, we have that for four screenings this week, so do try to come and check that out if you're interested in that kind of Wes Anderson, kooky characters kind of vibe. And uh, that premieres starting uh, on the 30th, on October 30th. Uh, the non-premiere, I made a mistake, we, we, don't, we have three premieres this week, and then we have Rocky Horror, which not a premiere, but it's kind of a, the Ottawa exclusive. But our, our, our normal booking this week, our, our new film is called Denial, and it's with um, Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss and um, Timothy Spall. Yeah, and it's it's. Uh, it's about a real court case. It's funny. This is the the deserved genre of Nazis are bad is quite a genre in itself, especially court cases, uh, that sort of thing. And this is a uh, she plays a professor who writes a book or a paper about Holocaust deniers. Mm-hmm and then gets caught up in a court case with somebody she accused of that. Yeah. And so it's a libel case that yeah. she... So it looks like a... It looks very... Just from the trailer I watched, it looks very kind of... Not old Hollywood, but mid-Hollywood. Like, this looks like something that 
Paul Newman could have been starring in in the 70s, like that kind yeah, of like, like classic legal drama. Yeah, like court case drama uh, with with a a a a you know World War II kind of connection to it. A lot of I, I think probably most of the movie is going to be taking place in the courtroom or in that kind of mm-hmm. thing, uh, with with a lot of big big heroic speeches and big big dramatic moments. Uh, but it looks really good, uh, and and I think is I think is one of the movies that. I mean, we're already there. We're already in, about to be in early November, so kind of the the Oscar bait mm-hmm. films are starting to yeah. come out. And I think a film like this, and not to to not in a negative way, because this is just how Hollywood rolls. But they put out these sort of films now in the last couple months of the year. If you go back to like you know the good old days, go back to like the seventies, movies just got released. They, they it was kind of like oh, the summertime will be. The family Disney movie and the action movie and Wintertime might be this kind of movie. And well, they they were released a lot slower. Like yeah. they would they weren't being released in like three thousand theaters on Friday. Yeah, and so nowadays you'll often see, um, especially in December. And it's funny because things roll around so fast. Often these movies will get released in December, and then we end up getting them before Oscar time. They move so fast. So in the past couple of years, we've had good luck about getting stuff like either right before or right after the Oscars, stuff like Birdman, stuff like The Revenant, uh, stuff like Gravity, mm-hmm. um, because I think, I gotta look this up, but I believe the rule is you only have to be released on like two screens in like a major city. So you, you, you release your yeah. film in, in New York and LA for seven days. Probably LA, so all the yeah, and that's Academy all voters do. can see it. And then, like the voting doesn't happen till a little bit after that, so then they have all the press screenings and they have it available in those two big cities. So nowadays, you often hear people kind of complaining or joking about those movies nominated for Oscars that nobody watching on television has uh, seen because they've gotten like a limited release in two cities on on Christmas Day or mm-hmm. December twenty fourth, and so these movies will roll along, and then often. What happens with us, which works well, is we'll screen the movies right after. So they've had the publicity, they've had the nominations. But the statistics of a movie released in like February or March that is nominated for an Oscar nowadays Mm -hmm. is very slim. Yeah. Uh, Even going back about 20 years ago, I think Fargo was in the great minority where it was a film released in like February or March. and had the buzz and had had the the critical acclaim to mm-hmm. actually still get nominations almost a year later yeah but uh but yeah so I, I believe denial i'm sure once you if you pay attention to movie websites or you read any movie magazines or hollywood magazines you will see this one in there as a for your consideration best mm-hmm. actress best picture that sort of thing um so yeah so come check it out and see a movie that might get a bunch of uh, nominations coming up pretty soon so that is our four major releases this week. Uh, we do have a couple of, of what, what we term as rentals, but they're open to the public, and you can check out our website for more information. Uh, one is a film called Dream Girl, and one is a film called Inside Peace. Uh, Dream Girl is a, uh, it's kind of a strange booking. It was probably just because the filmmakers are in attendance and maybe they're inviting certain folks, mm-hmm. but it is a Tuesday afternoon screening. Yeah, at 2.35. So if you're a free Tuesday afternoon, you uh, looking for a movie to watch? Come and check that out. The filmmakers will be in attendance, and there'll be a bit of a Q and A and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. Tuesday afternoon, uh, just after two thirty, uh, and then Inside Peace 
uh, is Thursday at 6.30, and is a free screening, actually, and it's of a, um, a prison-themed documentary uh, about a, um, a pretty, a hardened prison in, uh, in, in, called the, uh, where is it, the state, it's a state jail down in the States, and this is a free screening of that documentary, so if you'd like to come check it out, you have the extra excuse that you can do so for free. Uh, if you do want to come out that night, get here a bit early, I would suggest, because I have learned that people like free. And so, yep, they do. Uh, I would not be surprised if this sells out. Uh, in the past, when we've had, when Tracy Arden does free screenings, or we'll have a free screening of something like this, uh, kind of a, a social documentary, they do a pretty good job of spreading the word. And it's funny that you'll see someone will post a photo that night, and there'll be a lineup like around the block mm -hmm. down to Sunnyside. And once I was working a matinee shift, and there was one of these free screenings afterwards, and you know there was no tickets to give out; it was just first come first serve so I tell people well just go line up go line up and so the movie was at like seven or whatever and I left at six and there was already a lineup like around the shoppers drug mart on the corner and I just was like yeah no, no you're not getting in <laughs> it's, it's like I had one of those screenings we there was a it was a rental it was a, a documentary about trees oh yeah and yeah, like yeah, yeah. 400 people wanted to come see it and it was yeah. a free screening yeah so I had to get people to listen and you know respect the fire code and yeah, that was yeah. a real challenge and and, and it's just kind of and, and what i find too it's 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 the it's the old bad apple but where I, most people in the situation get it move on with their lives go oh well i'm not getting into a free movie oh i had some pissed off people There's they always, really wanted to see the tree movie yeah and and you just you, you it's like talking to a kind kind uh, like a <laughs> kindergarten student where you're like well, our capacity is 325. Yeah. We have 325 people in there. Probably more. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're going to convince any of them to leave, so you can come in because they were here before you. And, and like, we, it was one of those Tracy Arnett, um, like, Christmas screenings a couple yeah. of years ago. And packed, because especially families. Families looking to do go to a free movie with free popcorn on, uh, during the holiday season. Of course, it's going to be packed. And so I was working it, and everyone got in, and it was crazy packed, and we mm -hmm. had to go around and remind people to not give their coats a seat and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And someone came, like, really late. Like, if the movie was at noon, they got there at, like, 11.58 a.m. Yeah. And this woman was furious that she couldn't come in, and you just had to kind of talk her off the ledge and be like, well, other people got here before you, and, yeah. and that's kind of the end of it. I'm sorry, you know, and, yeah. and, and she wanted, like, a free pass, and I was like, no. And then it was funny, because right after that, a, a, a mother came with kids and was sad she couldn't get in, mm. and we had some other movie playing right after it, like Kung Fu Panda or whatever, yeah. and she just went, oh, I'll just come back to that, mm. and it was, there you go. I was like, okay, thank you. But, yeah, so people like free, so if you do want to come see this free screening, um, of Inside Peace, a very interesting looking documentary about the prison system. Uh, don't be afraid to get here a bit early and uh, get in line uh, to enjoy that film. So, last but not least this week is of course our marathon of Rocky Horror Picture Show screenings. We have five screenings, no, two, four, six, oh my god, seven screenings over four days. <laughs> it's on the Friday night, the 28th, Saturday night, the 29th, Sunday is the night off, have normal movies that night. Yeah. And then Monday, Halloween night. Um, three screenings. Three screening and a very rare midnight screening on a weeknight. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it should do well. I, I'm curious, you know, 
I've never had a normal job in my life, but normal humans who have to like go to work at eight in the morning the next day, I'm wondering how many people might use one of their sick days or take a half a day or something yeah. like that because they're going to be here till two in the morning. Yeah. Um, I expect a big crowd. People keep asking me, and, and it is kind of, uh, I understand the question, but it's also, there's no way to answer it because, uh, you know, God forbid, but we could sell zero tickets. Unlikely. Um, one of the shows will sell out at least. Yeah. But, I, and we still have tickets, so. Yeah, I say that, that in Come the... Come get your tickets uh, in the as past, soon as possible. Yeah, like in the past, there have been, you know, there might be one show where it's comfortable like there's 200 people in there yeah. out of a 325 but i said often it is sold out or damn near sold out so if you show up right beforehand you might get a seat you don't like or whatever like mm-hmm. like so if you come and buy your ticket in advance you you have that ticket guaranteed and then just get here early if you want a couch or whatever uh so yeah so if you're listening to the podcast you probably know about our rocky horror picture show extravaganza but just in case it is not only the film with all the bells and whistles of, you know, throwing stuff and singing along and mm-hmm. dancing and that kind of thing. Uh, it's also hosted by uh, a shadow cast. And what that means is it's a almost like going to see a play. So you have a, a full cast, full costume cast in front of the big screen, kind of lip syncing along, cheering along, participating with the audience. And what I really like is that when I was a kid, I gave up on Rocky Horror because I found it was too much the same. Like, you go see it once, and you're like, wow, that was a fun experience. And you mm-hmm. go see it like the third or fourth time, and you're like, oh, that was the exact same experience. And uh, there's some people who are very different than I who can go see it once a month and love it. What I like about our shadow cast is there's really an evolution to it. And mm-hmm. you'll come, and there's, there's different jokes. There's, there's uh, you know, they change up the cast. They... They interact with the audience in different yeah, ways. Yeah, they, they keep it fresh, you know. Like, it's, it's, a, it's all about the audience. It's not, um, you know, just like going to see a regular film. Yeah. They keep it... Uh, <clears throat> they don't... Uh, I mean, there's certain things they repeat, obviously. Oh, for, but, yeah, you know, yeah. They keep it uh, fun and loose every time. And they're, and they're, they're pretty good about wrangling the audience. Because I know there's, there is a... This is years ago. I went up and did a speech of, like, Hi, everybody. Please don't break our screen. Because I think it was early on when we were starting to do this craziness again. And there's, there's a habit when you're in the screen of Rocky Horror. Let's say you're throwing, like, toast. I think toast is one of the things. Instead of just kind of lopping it in the air, there's, there's a, 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 a habit of tossing it at the screen. People want to hit the screen. Yeah, don't throw anything at the screen, please. And, and, <laughs> and I, I think we've been pretty good about, about wrangling that, of people understand that, that that is a screen that can break. So please don't throw mm-hmm. anything at it, whether it be a room screening with footballs or, or you know, a fateful finding screening with shoes. <laughs> like, don't throw stuff at mm-hmm. the screen. And just to help out our staff and, uh, again, people have, our, our patrons are really great, so I think they understand this, is uh, we don't allow rice in. Rice. Or confetti. In, or confetti. Uh, but use bubbles. And then there's all the other props people have on, on umbrellas and newspapers and mm-hmm. toilet paper and stuff. Just because, you know, pick it up you know after a screening of the room you got to go around and pick up 80,000 spoons and you just imagine in a movie theater having to go and especially after a night with like three screenings of this thing how and if it is 300 people times three that's a lot of rice (laughs) and Mm -hmm. just a pain to clean up and we got like our little carpeted area and we've got our little fake balconies and that just got all over the place like I, I remember going up to like 
you know, switch the time on the clock because it was daylight savings or something. You could find like rice pieces up there. And, oh yeah, like, yeah. So, so just to kind of uh, as a as a kind good deed, that's always a reminder we do of like, please don't throw rice around because it's a pain. And it, you know, if you throw it at somebody, it gets in their face and gets in their eyes, and you, you don't want that. So, but all the other normal Rocky Horror fun is there. So yeah, again, we have that two screenings on Friday, two on Saturday and three on Halloween night on Monday. And all tickets still available as the recording of this podcast if you're listening to this. Um, Don't wait till the last minute. Get here yeah. as soon as you can. Yeah. They're only available at our box office. Yeah, and uh, just today, I don't know if you noticed this, but today on Twitter, somebody tweeted and said, uh, are there advanced tickets available for Rocky Horror? I won't be in London until Friday. So I'm guessing what happened is either in London, Ontario, or London, England, there's a, I'm sure there's other theaters doing this exact same yeah. thing. And so somebody wrong email or wrong numbered us on Twitter. And so I replied and I said, no, only tickets available from a box office, but you might be- You got the city wrong. Got the wrong city or country because we're in Ottawa. And it was indeed a wrong tweet, which I've never got before. But. So yeah, because I'm sure there's Rocky Horror Halloween screenings going on all mm. over the damn oh, place. Yeah, of course. But, um, but yeah, so do come check that out. It, and it is a thing where people have asked before, uh, you know, I, I, somebody w- was sad that we didn't have more Halloween stuff leading up to Halloween, which I get a bit frustrated with because on the weekend we had Monster House, uh, what was it, I Drink Your Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Rob Zombies 31 before that. Yeah. We had uh, Shining and Texas Chainsaw. And then we even had kind of some new, slightly horrorish films like Demon and Greasy Strangler as a gross-out film. Yeah. All kinds of weird stuff. And so, yes, we don't have anything Monday through Thursday, but we had stuff – or no, sorry, yeah, on, on Tuesday through Thursday. But Monday night we had our annual double bill. Mm-hmm. And then Friday we have Rocky Horror. So it's not like that much of a drought in between. Um, but we, we really, in a, in a good positive way, our hands are tied – that we can't show anything else but Rocky Horror mm-hmm. because we have this great shadow cast. It's super popular. They're troopers enough willing to do it, these numerous shows, and we sell a ton of tickets. So I understand if you're a Friday the 13th fan, you think it'd be fun, or Halloween, to show a Halloween film on Halloween. And we show those kind of films, but uh, barring some giant change where you know Rocky Horror gets put on the out of service list or something, which I don't think it ever would be, this is what we're going to do forever. <laughs> this will be the Rocky Horror screening for Halloween. Um, and I, just the other day, I talked to two people who had never seen Rocky Horror. And I was like, well, this is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the way to do it. Come and, come and see uh, it on the big screen with our Shadowcast. So, uh, yeah, so that is all our new screenings this week. Uh, a bunch of other premieres coming up uh, in the near future. Uh, one that I know we can mention that's not a premiere but is a... Uh, another anticipated uh, Oscar film, Oscar uh, type film, mm-hmm. is the what's it called? The Dressmaker with Kate Winslet. With Kate Winslet, Lee said we're getting that November fourth, so mm-hmm. that's um, um, a week from uh, October twenty eighth. So like next next weekend after this Halloween weekend, uh, that's another film that uh, Kate Winslet might be getting some more nominations for. Um, also on November fourth, we have. Uh, How's it pronounced? I always forget this. Gim, gimme Danger? Gimme Danger. Gimme yeah, Danger. this is the documentary about Iggy and the Stooges. Yeah, which which I am not super literate about, but I really like Iggy Pop. Um, <clears throat> and it's directed by Jim Jarmusch. Jim Jarmusch. I just watched um, Down by Law last night. Oh, yeah. It's so good. 
so and, good. And he's one of those directors who hops back and forth, mm -hmm. kind of uh, documentary feature film. Yeah, he did a documentary about Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Yeah, that's right. That's often the thing, it seems, is, is feature directors doing, I'm sure just like kind of, it's not a hired gun gig, it's usually probably a band that they are fans of. Yep. Like a little while ago, Martin Scorsese did a Rolling Stones documentary. Um, uh, then, uh, of course, uh, Stop Making Sense. Uh, mm -hmm. which, which Jonathan Demi. Jonathan Demi, which is one of my favorite movies. We, we uh, were lucky enough to screen that a couple or, or a year ago or so at the Baker here. And uh, that's a... That, that's one of those movies where I said, if it garnered the kind of crowd that like Rocky Horror does, mm -hmm. I would totally play that movie once a month. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, cool concert film. And it's a kind of concert film I like, Gimme Danger, where I think there's like like old footage of the band uh, intercut with interviews and, and current footage. I always find a uh, like a plain concert movie can be, I don't know, I find it a little hard to sit through because it's just like watching a concert. And usually when you're at a concert, you can like talk with your friends, move around a bit. So I like it when they kind of intercut um, uh, interviews and stuff into the, the concert film. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so that's one of the uh, premieres we have coming up next week. Uh, what are a couple of the other ones? I know there is... Don't Look Down, Don't the look down. Uh, Richard Branson hot air balloon. Yeah, about... about <laughs> Flying the, in the balloon. About the, 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 the crazy billionaire Richard Branson. Uh, is he crazy? I think he's. I don't know if he's crazy in a negative way. No. I think he's. He, he is. Maybe Not in a like, Donald Trump way. No. Like I think he might be like the textbook definition of a eccentric billionaire. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in a good way because I think he does do some charitable things, but sometimes because he's always in a hot air balloon or trying to go into outer space or doing mm -hmm. something like that. So he, he's not the tradition of the you know fat cat balding cigar-smoking billionaire sitting behind a desk. He's out there having adventure. And it's interesting, because this documentary, it's not a brand new thing. Like, he's been trying to do this hot air balloon stuff for quite a while. And hot air balloons are, are the worst form of transportation, because you can't... And I only learned about this, like, a few years back. I was kind of naive to the hot air balloon. You don't control them at all. Like, you kind of go up. Yeah. And then that's why, especially in Ottawa, if you ever see, like, a hot air balloon <clears throat> truck with, like, you'll see a logo on the side kind of like driving around and it often they're just tracking the balloon because they're not sure exactly where it's going to come down they're like okay it's starting to come down it might come down in Lansdowne Park it might come down at Carleton University like they're not positive they can control it a little bit but it doesn't have that 100 percent uh, of every other vehicle <laughs> and so I think that's the other kind of danger and adventure of trying to pilot it around the world is you're just kind of at the whim of nature mm -hmm. but uh, yeah it looks like a very interesting documentary uh so we have that coming up uh the other one what's the um the the punk rock nun movie little sister little sister uh great poster looks great mm -hmm. uh stars uh 80s favorite ali sheedy mm -hmm. uh in a, a mum role which always makes me feel old when all these actors from my youth are now in the parent role uh herself molly ringwald that sort of thing and mm -hmm. uh but looks really good looks uh, um uh, a nun, I forget if she's kicked out or if she leaves, but a nun stops being a nun, comes back home, and kind of picks up on her punk rock youth. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it looks, it looks like a really interesting kind of dramatic comedy. Uh, so yeah, so that one's coming up soon. 
and uh, we have a couple of more. Stay tuned because I'm going to go home and make a couple more premiere posters for a couple that I think we just got the email for today. Mm -hmm. And uh, things move pretty fast, so we'll get those up soon. And yeah, anytime somebody asks and is like, are you getting the new Godzilla movie? And we're like, well, if we were getting it, you would know about it mm -hmm. right away. We would tell you very soon, and uh, we wouldn't keep the secret. Um, I think another one of the premieres we have coming up is another Asian film, which is... We, we, have, we have a newfound Asian fan base, which is mm -hmm. amazing. And uh, so, yeah, so we'll have news about that uh, up as we speak uh, in the, near the end of October here. So you can go always go to our website and check that out. Uh, Mayfairtheater.ca. <clears throat> and we're on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. And Facebook. And if you're coming to one of our Rocky Horror screenings on one of the other nights, be sure to go check out House of Targ. They've got all kinds of cool Halloween-themed stuff happening. Mm -hmm. um, on the 29th, they have a Halloween-themed show. And then on Halloween night, they have stuff. And then on the Sunday, which is their free play night, they're doing some, some Halloween-themed free play evening as well. So all kinds of stuff you can do across the street from the Mayfair uh, before you come see Rocky Horror, you can go play some pinball or on the night after you see Rocky Horror, you can go do some Halloween stuff there as well. And uh, be sure to go check out Audible. Audibletrial.com slash Mayfair Theater Podcast where you can download a free audiobook. And listen to that on your... And I'm, I'm super addicted to audiobooks <laughs> and, and podcasts. So yeah, so you can go check out a free audiobook on us. And uh, yeah, be sure to come in. Uh, I always like when somebody chirps up on Twitter or Facebook and says something nice about the podcast. It makes us remember that there's somebody out there listening. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, feel free to interact with us, interact with us on, uh, on SoundCloud or give us a thumbs up over on iTunes and uh, we'll answer your questions of anything you have on there. Mm -hmm. And uh, that about wraps it up for this week. And we'll see you next time uh, with all kinds of more. Well, next time, maybe we'll have uh, Sam on again next yeah. week. To talk about do a recap Rocky Horror Picture Show aftermath yeah. because I believe <laughs> they take November off right I think so I think because because last they, year we, no last year we did a November screening because we had the uh, one of the screenings we had to cancel because oh, of the God. Uh, yeah because everything the, went horribly the near wrong. the near fire we had yeah which was fine everything was fine everything was fine but yeah um, a midnight screening had to be shut down because we had a that's right a little scare so that won't happen again no I didn't did, did you work uh, before we wrap up, did you work the double bill this year? I think the 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 shiny and a shiny. Yeah. 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 So so the power didn't go. It was out. fine. No. See, I was. I oh, worked well, it. Well. I worked it last year, and as as stressful as it is when something happens like the power going out, you couldn't have had it on a better night because it it scared the audience, and uh, power came back on pretty soon, uh, but it got it's it's. As soon as it happened, people jumped, turned their phones back on and jumped onto Twitter to make jokes about being at the Mayfair with a haunted house yeah. and the lights going out. Yeah. So, yeah, I was thinking about that uh, on uh, the other night when the double bill happened again, if any more scary things happened. Because I happened to mention the last night I worked, uh, all by myself, candy bar person had gone home. I was just finishing up, and a really weird noise came from the theater. And, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. And so I'm in, I took a picture, and I put it on my, my, uh, my Instagram and I just took a picture of the darkness, and I'm like, so a really weird sound just came out of there, and I might be killed by a ghost momentarily, because when you turn off the alarm, or sorry, turn on the alarm at the end of the night, you have to turn your back to the theater. 
So it's the perfect time for a ghost to come out and get you. And even if you're logical enough not to believe in ghosts, the back of your brain is going, this is scary. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so Maver's always a great place to watch scary Halloween movies because there's ghosts here. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, so yeah, glad to hear that went well and looking forward to Rocky Horror Marathon. So yeah, maybe we'll have Sam on to chat about that and see yeah, how that sure. all went. Uh, so thanks for listening, and we will uh, listen. We'll see you. We'll see you. You'll hear us again next week, I hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye.